Blog Talk Radio.
ready to start blog talk. And I just want to let you all know in some places morning, some places afternoon, some places it's yesterday for us and, and it's tomorrow for somebody else. But on today, right now, those that's looking in and listening in live and those that will be looking and listening in on the archive and the replay, just get ready. Let's do what God told us to do. Let's be prepared to hear God on tonight, not myself, not the other ministers, but to hear what God is saying on tonight. Open your heart, open your ears, open your mindset that you will hear God and not what you want to hear. Don't don't look to be entertained tonight. Look to be, how they say, enlightened tonight. Look to be given something that's going to feed your spirit because the dessert, the dinner you're going to eat is going to be the word of God, but the dessert you're going to get is going to be some deliverance. So if you're watching this and you're looking in, please share it. Please let other people know that God is still God. God is doing what God has to do. God is doing what only God can do. Don't sit back and wait for someone else to do it. It's time for the family to pray together. It's time for the family to come together. It's time for the family to step up and be a family. So I'm going to check to see if Minister Ron and Evangelist Tony Montgomery are on the line. And if so, we're going to proceed with the word of God, and we're going to go from there. Uh, Minister Ron and Evangelist Tony, are you on the line? Yes, yes, we are. We're here. Can you hear us? Oh, yes, I can. So that now that we okay. know that they're on the line, we're going to ask those that's on the line, if you're not speaking, to please mute your phone because we don't want to be distracted or miss anything. And so I, at this time, I'm going to turn the program over to my co-host is that ministers on the fourth Friday, I mean, sorry, fourth Monday of every month, and we're going to talk about the love and the communication of the family. It's in your hands. Well, we thank you. Thank so you much. so much. We appreciate just the opportunity to come and bless the people of God. Let's have a word of prayer. So, Lord, we come before your presence today, and we ask you, Lord God, just to give Give us what to say and what to do that will bring you glory. Lord, you have given us a legacy of love, of care, of family, and we are asking you, Lord, to help us illuminate and enlighten uh, those that are listening about how you have lived out, how we have lived out your words of legacy in our family. So we just ask that you bless our conversation that people will listen and hear and, and see your handiwork and your glory throughout the life of our family as we, Lord God, interview our son, George. So we just ask that you bless what is said today as we connect back to your word and we step forward to just show how much we love you and how much you've loved us through the relationship that we have with him. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And as Tony said, it's 
as Tony said, uh, we're going to talk to our son tonight, and let me give you some significance of that. Our son is a career military man. He's been in the Navy uh, for most of his adult life, and um, he's uh, been a lot of places, done a lot of things uh, in the military, and we seldom see George because of the time that, the time that, he's, uh, uh, that he's gone. Um, and this is one of those rare occasions that he is with us on this Monday night. Yeah. And we thought it would be a good time for us to share them with you. Uh, we uh, find this a, a rare and a, a rare treat. And so um, uh, we want to kind of set the stage for this by quoting the scripture from Deuteronomy. Is Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter and the fourth and the ninth verse. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, mm-hmm. and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. And so we are just uh, really... We're going to talk about legacy, this idea from generation to generation. So I'm not sure what George might tell y'all about what went on in the house, so we'll all go be there. Oh, no, we're not. We're not going to be on 10 right now. But uh, in Psalms 127, 3-5, it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. So we are blessed to have one of our arrows with us tonight. (laughs) So... uh, I'm going to start by asking the question. I'm going to say, George, tell us a little about yourself. Tell us, who is George B.T. Montgomery? Um, George B.T. Montgomery is a son, uh-huh. a brother, a friend, um, a cousin. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, and a a, uh, a man of God, a Christian, uh, a um a flawed individual who struggles uh, to get through life. <laughs> um, I, uh, like Pop said, I'm, I spend most of my adult life in the military. If uh, not doing that, it's always something of service. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I believe that uh, we need to give back to our communities. Mm-hmm. Because um, giving back to the community is how a community, um, I, I guess, flourishes, if you will. Um, because nobody can do anything by themselves. Amen. Um, I, uh, I am a, a hopeless believer in people. Uh, I like to, uh, to see the good in people and try and help people. Um, and, uh, you know, I, that's kind of, I guess, me, mm-hmm. uh, in, in a nutshell. Okay. Well, what do you think 
why what do you think is important about family? And and how did you how did you learn this? Yeah. Um what uh, I guess there's when you say family several things come to mind and I suppose those things would be what I believe to be important. That is uh, immunity, understanding, love, uh, protection, mm-hmm. um, and uh, um, forgiveness, mm-hmm. and uh, strength. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and, and what I mean, I mean, those are a bunch of buzzwords, right? right. Um, and what I mean by that is um, your your family is, is is are the people that you know that you can count on no matter what. Yeah. Um, and uh, through that and through growing up, you know you learn that that's where your strength is, um, and you can always come back to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always rely on them, but just because you can rely on them doesn't mean you're going to get the answers you always want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and you're not going to get uh, necessarily anything just given to you, but you're going to get the uh, unvarnished truth, right? So if you ask for something and that you're lacking in something, uh, you're still going to get that help, but you might also get um, a lecture or you might also get um, conditions attached to your help. So that's got nothing to do with somebody not loving you. It's the fact that they do love you and they recognize your challenges mm-hmm. and they're trying to help you grow, but, but also by helping you with whatever it is that you need. So that, in a nutshell, I'm not in a nutshell, I keep saying that, but um, in a, uh, that, that's kind of, you know, okay. summarized of what I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And George, you've been in the military for a while. Can you, and this is all, I always ask people this question when I know that they're career military people. So what assignments do you have? Where have you been? Because, you know, you know, join the Navy, see the world. Hmm. And so uh, just uh, for the sake of uh, sharing with our, our audience, our listening audience, where have you been? Um, so I started off my Navy journey in Great Lakes, Illinois, um, at uh, the Navy's boot camp facility. Uh, for those that are listening, uh, the Navy is unique uh, in all the branches to where it only has one singular place that you go for boot camp, um, and that is uh, northern Chicago in Great Lakes, Illinois. Um, I left there and went to uh, Lamore, California, uh, which is in the middle of the valley. Uh, which is to say in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> uh, which was a, a naval air station. Um, and when I went there, it was not very big, um, but today it is uh, the home of all the F-18 Hornets for the uh, west coast of the United States. Wow. Uh, so there are several hundred, um, not hundred, excuse me, uh, people, but there's roughly about 50 squadrons, something around that. Wow. Um, there in, in Lamore. Uh, so that's a lot of people there. 
uh, compared to the seven that were there when I was there. Mm. Um, while I was attached to uh, the squadron in Lemoore, I was also attached to an aircraft carrier, the uh, USS uh, Constellation. Um, and I went on two deployments um, with the Constellation. Uh, so I've been to Australia, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, Thailand, um, the Philippines, uh, and uh, Hawaii. But. <laughs> oh, Hawaii. Uh, uh, with, place. Yeah, I know. Right? Um, with, with, uh, with that ship. And then um, I uh, got stationed in... Uh, would be Island, Washington, um, and then uh, stationed in San Diego, California, um, and then I was stationed in uh, uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, and then um, uh, what is the base in Florida? I'm having a, a not smart moment. Pensacola. Thank you. Uh, stationed in Pensacola, Florida, um, and uh, I went to uh, Afghanistan with uh, the CB unit. Uh, CBs are the builders in the Navy. Um, their motto is, we build, we fight, um, because uh, they go out by themselves as an independent unit, and they build things. So I went to Afghanistan, and we built mosques. Uh, we we built four mosques, two churches, um, three uh, community centers, and uh, six uh, schools, mm. and uh, and four FOBs uh, stands for Ford Observation Bases. Uh, did all that in 15 months. Mm. Oh, um, that's a lot. Yeah, well, you know you left out my favorite place, Diego Garcia. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did leave that out. Uh, and Diego Garcia. Um, and for those of you that don't know Diego Garcia, Diego Garcia is uh, their, its nickname is the Footprint of Freedom because if you look at it from an aerial view, it looks like a big foot. Um, and uh, it is in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Um, it is owned by uh, the British and leased by the United States, and it is uh, a communication post um, just in the middle of nowhere. Of nowhere. <laughs> also, uh, a little-known fact, it is the uh, backup landing strip for Air Force One and for uh, uh, spaceships, space sh- uh, shuttles, um, because it has one of the longest runways uh, in the world. It is 17 and a half miles long. Wow. <laughs> and if you're wondering how long the island is, it's 18 miles long. <laughs> um, I recently uh, just got back from a deployment. I was in the Baltic Sea. Um, this is the first time in 30 years that a ship as large as the one I was on uh, has been in the Baltic Sea, or U.S. ship. Um, I was on a LHD, which is um, an amphibious carrier. Uh, those smaller, the, the ships that look like a small aircraft carrier, um, 
all the aircraft on there belong to the Marine Corps. Uh, and we also carry a lot of Marines with us uh, because the mission of, of that ship is to uh, last two missions. Uh, its main mission is to take Marines and put them on any beach anywhere in the world um, within a certain amount of time. Um, and the second one is a humanitarian mission because there's a fully operational hospital embedded inside the ship, wow. um, complete with uh, surgery uh, bays. Um, so the ship could be called away to, to help out with any kind of humanitarian mission. Um, and we kind of just hung out in the Baltic uh, for uh, eight months. Um, and uh, out of those eight months in the Baltic and one month transitioning back and forth, uh, we spent four weeks on shore and the rest out to sea. Oh, my. Oh. Wow. Okay. Uh, and, and now I am, uh, I am going to be transferring uh, here in about two weeks, and I'll be going to Guam. I've never been there before, so I can't really talk about what it's like there uh, yet, but maybe uh, next time if I get invited back, we can do that. <laughs> And so what do you do in the military now? Um, now I am a paralegal. Uh, when I first came in, I was an undesignated airman. Um, I was a, a plane captain. So if anyone that's ever seen any movies about aircraft carriers, uh, when you look and you see all those people have different colored jerseys on on the flight deck, they all have different jobs. Um, I was a brown shirt. My job was to take care of the aircraft and get it ready for launch and, and take care of it after it's been recovered. Um, and uh, so that's what I did there. Um, then I was a, uh, a storekeeper, um, which basically uh, dealing with supply and logistics. Um, and, uh, and then I became a, uh, a legal man, which is a, a paralegal. Right. Yeah, a few jobs in the military. You know, mm-hmm. Proverbs 22 and 6 tells us to train up a child in the way that he should go, and even when he is old, he will not be part of something. So here's a question I have to ask. What role did your grandmother, my mom, Mother Seabury, play in your life? Well, like any child, my grandmother played the role of a grandmother uh-huh. who, you know, loved and doted on us and gave us, you know, candy and, and stuff that we didn't need. Yes, and they kept our bellies very full with all the lovely food that she made. My favorite um, was her biscuits. Mm. Love those biscuits. Can't find mm. any biscuits like those anyway. Yeah. Sydney comes close. Yeah, Sydney's uh, come close. Yours comes close, but now everybody can beat Nana's biscuits. Yeah. Um, what do you call them? Heavenly biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sydney's our daughter, um, George's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also played the, um, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say really a role, but, you know, you just, um, by watching her, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm jumping, I don't want to jump ahead. Okay. Uh, and and tell you what my favorite verse is. Okay. But she um, uh, is it okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So my favorite verse, um, and because I, I tend to 
to not to um, not say it exactly. I'm going to pull up my Bible. First um, uh, John three eighteen. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Mm. And I mean that was Nana. You just she would um, tell you, um, and and uh, she would be involved in the church, and she would uh, um, teach us. And and it wasn't so much of what she said, though. You could just sit back and you would, could watch, right? Nana would, would be up at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, helping somebody through um, some kind of uh, struggle that they're going through because they called her at one or two o'clock in the morning, right? And, and, and instead of hanging up or, or answering and saying, do you know what time it is? Call me back at another time. She, she was never, she would be mad about it. She was never mad about it. Um, I think she was excited um, more. And, um, you know, that and then just how people would always come to her um, because she was such a light. She was such a beacon, right? It wasn't so much that she said you know, um, you know, I'm a Christian. Uh, it wasn't so much that she uh, just talked the talk, as, as it were, right? Like she literally walked the walk. And so, to answer your question, like what I would say more so, what influence it may have over me, and that would be that, right? Um, that scripture and 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 being a Christian um, isn't necessarily all just reading the Bible and not just going to church, but it's also interacting with your community. It's also being there for your community and helping your community Um, and and, and living the things that you've learned in the Bible um, because the Bible isn't just a bunch of stories about something that happened a long time ago. Right? It's... um, Directions and, and influences as into how you lead your life today, and and what's going on in the world today, right? And and how you can navigate that. Mm. And that's you know that's what you know Nana, and not just Nana though, like Nana, you, yeah. right? And Pop, yeah, right. Um, it it's uh is 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 just a family thing, yeah. You know, it it, it reflects that whole uh, scripture. Uh, Psalms 119 and 11. I have hidden the words in my heart that I might not stand into. Mm-hmm. Mother displayed that by knowing the words she lived it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't have to spout it, even though if you would push her a little bit, it just sort of fell out. Of her mouth, <laughs> you know. she, she could, I remember her being sick, and we had uh, sort of reconfigured the house for her um, before she passed away. And uh, we had a lady that would sit during the day while I was at work and your dad was at work. And uh, the the lady that was here, she was misquoting the scripture. Mo said, oh, baby, that ain't right. Come on here. Get the book. Let's go. <laughs> now, that's John 10 and 10. Now, you're wrong. No, let's go find that. And she would sit there and she would teach those they, they would come and visit her, and they would just come. She said, come get your book. Come on, let's get the book. Cause y'all ain't got that right. You, you, you just can't you just can't do it that way. But she was, she was even when she was not feeling her best, she 
You can take that word and, and comb your hair with it. She was good. Yeah. <laughs> she knew that first. She knew that. That was, that was one of the things that she would do, like, at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. You were right. She was, she was just pouring the life of other people. And there was nobody... You know, I would say, Mama, you don't have to answer that phone. She says, but I do, because they need me. Mm-hmm. And she was there. That was her purpose. That was her purpose. And she passed that on to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always there. Yeah. Yeah. George, you know, um, I, I like the fact that you shared with us your um, experiences in the sense that uh, what you've done in the Navy. Um, George has been in the Navy since he was 17 years old. I'll never forget that. Well, he joined when he was I'll tell you that. He's pure military. He is. <laughs> um, would you care to share with us um, a conflict that you've been in um, or participated in during your time? Can you be more specific? What do you mean by conflict? Um, I, uh, well, you know, like... Uh, Disagreements with other people? Well, other nations, I guess. I don't know. Um, in the Air Force, I, I was, I'm a veteran of the Air Force. Um, I wasn't in the long as in the Navy. <laughs> um, they were called war stories. And generally speaking, they were either something that was conflictual with um, the enemy, if you will, or conflictual with um, even um, your friends or the people who, your, your colleagues, would say. I have a lot of those. <laughs> There's one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I won't, I won't, I won't do uh, Uncle, uh, Uncle. Uncle Amy. Uh, do <laughs> okay. Um, I, so I mean, because I'm sure that, you know, the conflict, the biblical nature of your personality must come through. Well, and so I'm just trying to. I mean, the, the one that, that always pops into my head um, second, I don't talk about the first one, um, is uh, we were in um, Afghanistan. I was with my CB unit. And uh, as a, a storekeeper, um, one of my duties was to uh, drive a, a forklift. Um, and it's the for- it's not a forklift with the forks directly in front. It's the one that has the big arm, the very long arm, so it can it can go up and over and um, left and right. And it, goes, it goes very far. It picks up very heavy objects. Um, and we were uh, we we convoyed in to the middle of nowhere because we we're going to build a FOB, um, a forward observation base, and. The first thing you do is you set security, and then you put out your Constantine wire um, and, and a certain feet away from the front of the base or, or, or the perimeter of the base, and then you put up HESCO barriers, which are an easy way to describe a HESCO barrier. Um, a really big box with a lot of sand in it um, that looks like a wall. Mm-hmm. If you've ever seen any war movies uh, about um, the Gulf War or anything after that, most of the fobs have these. It, you probably aren't paying attention, but um, <laughs> but that that basically because we we don't have any concrete, right? We can't. Oh yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're not, we can't build big walls 
So we use these um, temporarily until we can build the, okay, I guess. the walls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so our forklifts are up-armored, which means they're bulletproof to a wow. certain caliber. Um, and uh, it was very, very hot. And I was arguing with my boss, and he's like throwing things at the truck because I'm in the truck um, or in the forklift without my uh, Kevlar vest on and without my Kevlar helmet, and I left my rifle in my tent. Um, and he got really mad at me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, we're, we're okay. We don't have to worry about anything. And it's really hot, and the AC's broken in here, and the windows don't roll down, and the less I have on, the, the faster I can work. He's like, yeah, no. You need to go put your stuff on. So I grab all my stuff. I put it on. I get back in. I have the door open still. One of the doors open. And I'm doing my job. And I'd say it's about two hours before um, sundown. And uh, I hear this this ping. And I'm like, what is that? And then I hear like four more pings. And then I look, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around as I'm looking around here, four more things, and I see these stripes on the window. Oh, my. And I'm like, wait, is somebody shooting at And then I hear a boom, and I'm like, okay, they're shooting at us. <laughs> um, and I look over, and because we don't have enough of the pesto barriers up to provide cover mm-hmm. for the other guys that were doing other things, they were just out in the open, and um, I look over and it's like my boss and a couple other my friends and they're pinned down, um, but we can't really tell where the the fire's coming from. So um, you know, I close my door. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I dropped the Hesco barrier that I was carrying, and then I put the. Um, the uh, forklift in reverse, and I back the forklift up so I can uh, kind of block them at least from one direction until we can kind of figure out where the fire's coming from. And it turns out the fire was coming from the direction that I blocked uh, because then they really started to let us have it. Uh, but the, the forklift, you know, did its job and, uh, and, and held up against all that until our quick reaction force could get together and then go um, deal with them. Um, and I, that story comes to mind because, you know, I was in the wrong doing silliness that I shouldn't have been doing. But more importantly, my boss had the foresight and the courage to say, hey, knucklehead, we're in a war zone. <laughs> Go put your protection gear on and close that door because it's there to protect you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and uh, and yeah. So, thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, my suspect, we were praying for George every day. I mean, you know, for George to uh, some work in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Kuwait too. I think. Yeah. And uh, we had the whole church. The whole church, man. It's a good one. This is on a constant basis. And it works. Yes. And so, John 10 and 10, 
It says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what you were dealing with the enemy. But I come to give you that you might have life for a month. More money. Yeah. And so why why is it important to have a relationship with Christ children? Um again, my buzzwords. Love for people and God joy about life and how great it is, uh, peace that the world is in God's control and not in your control, mm-hmm. realization that the Bible speaks directly to us in our situations today. So I believe it's important to have a relationship with Christ so that you can come to peace with those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, it's the, it's the key to get to heaven. <laughs> yes. Mm. Right? Um, and, I, I mean, because you should live your life this way should be the only reason why you do it, but some people aren't altruistic. So if you want something and you're doing something to get something, well, then there you go. <laughs> okay. You get, you get to go to heaven. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, I, I find it's important because um, I feel like the four years I was in the war zone mm-hmm. does not compete or compare at all with the four years I just spent in the corporate because I am on the special victims unit. So all I do is do, all I deal with and prostitute are people for sexual abuse uh, crimes and crimes against children. And because defense attorneys are doing their jobs, it's an adversarial system, um, and and, and I hang out with a lot of defense paralegals and and the attorneys on both sides hanging out with their friends, right? But the system itself is adversarial. So once you go in the courtroom, like, not, I guess it's like these sports, right? Okay. Once you get on the court, like you could be best friends, but on the court, like you guys got to put your 100% in and then, you know, go. So um, in, in order for us to prove, like, uh, child pornography cases, we have to watch every bit of the child pornography that was seized by the police. Okay. Because if we don't, the fence will get up there, and they because I've been on. I think I have to go testify because I'm the one who has to watch it. Right. Um, and they'll ask, "Did you watch all of it?" And if I ever answered no to that question, mm. then they would say, "Your Honor, how do we know all of that was child pornography and not just the little bit that you watched?" Mm. Right? And then the judge would have no um, course but to throw out the rest, mm-hmm. and then that seriously. Um, shrinks the amount of punishment that can be given. Um, so I say that to say I've had to watch a lot of videos of people being abused and children and all that stuff, and I'd much rather get shot at uh, than have to watch that stuff. But the silver lining, and I guess the ultimate reason I'm bringing this up is because I have a relationship with God. Yeah. And because... I, um, you know, believe in God, right? And I can go and eat and I can have my devotion time. And, um, and also because I listened 
I now have a, well, not now, but I, I have a, a shrink right. that I go to, a counselor that I talk to, um, to help do that. But it hasn't changed my view on the world, right? Like, I still believe people are basically good, right? And that we still need to look out for each other, right? Um, but, you know, there's darkness, too. Things overwhelm the light sometimes. Yeah. And and that's why we, we understand that the state's mission statement is to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, and, and we have to be on guard so God can guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, thank you, George, for bringing some open and transparent with us. Um, uh, you used to reveal some things that I have proved. Right, I know. I, 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 I haven't told. I don't like to talk about the stuff that. And I understand. Right. And I don't want to make you guys worry. I don't share a lot of those kind of well, things with you. Well, I'm in the military myself. And um, I know that there are things that you just don't care to talk about. You know, and, and sometimes you got to relive things. And uh, they're, they're not beneficial. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much, George, for joining us this evening. Yeah, um, We still have a few minutes left. Does anybody want to uh, ask any questions or make any comments about what we've uh, talked about today? Yeah. So well, we, I know it's a different perspective of legacy, but uh, hopefully uh, it would give you a pause to talk for thought. And, and please add to the conversation tonight. So thank you, George. Amen, amen. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, George. As you all see, that is an example of Proverbs, train up a child in the way that he should go, and he will not depart from it. With every place he mm-hmm. went, he, oh, he gave a list of different places he went, different things he's done. And with all of that, he had a choice. He could have changed his mind. He could have changed his desire. He could have allowed his taste bud to change. He could have did all of that, but he stayed in love with Jesus. He stayed in love with the word that he was raised up under because it's the, the word has stood the test of time. Amen. So the lines are open. If anybody else would want to put in um, a conversation or a compliment or whatever, do it at this time because I'll keep going and going. I'm a seabury and we are anointed to talk. I'll tell you that right now. So the lines are open. Y'all go ahead. Well, this is Cecilia since um, it sounds like everyone I'm waiting. I just wanted to say to George, um, although I was Army and, uh, you know, I've been in conflict and um, my job was to take care of the enemy, I never got to, in the war zone, take care of any of us. I always took care of the enemy as a nurse. I wanted you to know that during my civilian um, job, I was actually stationed at Great Lakes as a civilian. I was the money person. Uh, accounting officer, chief financial officer. So I've been to Great Lakes um, where you've been. 
And I just wanted to say to you, I know I've been around Norfolk and all of those other places as a civilian, but Army Navy is different for sure. But the fact that you were talking about how you went to the different places, as Minister Sylvia was saying, and how you still love the Lord and how you um, would deal with the things that you deal with when you're dealing with combat and different things, and how you would find that time to pray and that time to uh, seek God for his uh, ministering angels to minister to you and to restore you and to refresh you and to revive you. I just want to say uh, I'm very proud of you for that because during those times a lot of people doubt and they fall away, but it sounds like you drew closer to God. And so I admire that in you and that you allowed everything that ain't baby sister and your mom and dad instilled in you as far as God to actually show and to uh, grow and to actually, I know you've been such a walking epistle, uh, read of men to so many people that you work with. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, thank you for your service. Um, and uh, go Navy beat Army. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Is there anyone else at this time would like to make a comment? The lines are open. I'd like to interject something there, George. Uh, thanked her for her service. And uh, like I said, I'm a former serviceman myself, and people thank me for my service too. But I always like to say to them, thank you for your support. Because I'll tell you something, I, um, when I was in the Air Force, I was all over the world. And um, most of the time I was exercised with allied nations. And um, we um, always had the best stuff. And I was listening to what George was saying about the equipment that they had to establish certain, they were the minorities in the area, but they had the superior forces. And that's because of the support of the American people. So you thank me for my service. I got to thank y'all for your support. Amen. Amen. Well, I just served in the um, United States military. I served in the United States hood. But I just want to say, I want to just say, I thank God for covering everyone that um, was able to just stay focused growing up because we know that with each generation, there are strongholds that come up like never before. We know that the word of God said that there's nothing new under the sun. Only mm-hmm. thing different between the time when my our parent my parents was raised up and when um Mother Tony and Minister Ryan and myself and my sister were raised up, the only difference between then and now is social media. Um, it gets out faster. So it mm-hmm. seems like uh things is just really Happening and, and, and oh, it's like never before. No, the traveling of the of the the, the speed of the no, news is like never before, because the word of God says there's nothing new under the sun. This is a wicked generation. 
But when you your mm-hmm. children can just hold on to, and when they give you the accolades, and when you say, well, how did you learn about it? My mom, my dad, my, my nana. When you mm-hmm. let people know this is a bloodline thing, this, as my sister, mm-hmm. Apostle, like would always say, it wasn't a good idea. It was <laughs> something that was put down on the inside, yeah. and it, it stayed there. It was something mm-hmm. that was put down on the inside because, if I'm not mistaken, a scripture was read a little earlier, but it ended up with uh, written on your heart. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you put the blood of a lamb on your heart, the doorpost of your heart, it's not quick to wash away. Amen. Especially when mm-hmm. you love the Lord for real, for real. When George mm-hmm. went across George was over in these different countries And even when George was here in America In these different states Could you imagine the warfare Could you imagine the things He had to deal with And just being in the military It alone Could you imagine But knowing that the prayers of the righteous That he was covered And I thank God for the covering because one thing we do know, our family don't play about prayer. Mm. When we say we P-R-A-Y for you, (laughs) we let Mm. you know we don't P-L-A-Y. We pray, (laughs) not play. We play Mm. music, but we pray prayer. So the lines are open if anybody else want to say something at this time. I, I'm telling y'all, we, we're anointed to talk y'all. Y'all be, y'all think we be playing. Y'all think we be playing. I just have one more thing for um, George. Go see me. <laughs> <laughs> Two beers now? Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, I, I, I know they get it because I thought it meant to be a now. No, in actuality, when I went and I uh, volunteered at Hurricane Katrina, the Seabees were the ones that built up, as he said. They restored um, yeah. the Hurricane Katrina uh, devastation very well. So that was why I said that. Well, first, Thank you. Seabees yeah. so are really good George. at construction, but... Not so good at the military part. <laughs> George, you want to say thank you for sharing with us on tonight. It was it was great to hear um, you talk and tell us to introduce yourself to us and present yourself to others and uh, just let us know what you are about. And we we are so happy for that, the chance to hear that. So. Um, I'm going to, before I give the closing remarks, I'm going to ask Minister Ryan and Tony, is there anything else you would like to say before I give the closing remarks? Yeah, well, we are just very thankful for just this opportunity to uh, to talk about legacy and, and, and to make it uh, uh, a real living example. And so we, we thank y'all for just the opportunity. Also, I uh, just want you to remember to pray for Aunt, to, I say Aunt Margo, I'm talking to the kids. 
But Minister Margo, uh, as she has uh, moved from the ability hospital and now in a um, a skill, they moved to a skill, they call it facility. And so where she'll get her next section of, of uh, treatment. She's doing better. And so we all just continue to pray for her. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. So what I'm going to let you all know, we appreciate you all tuning in on tonight. Like I said, if you listen to this live or you looked at this live on Facebook, please share, 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 share. I want you all to know that we are here next Monday. We will be here. It's the fifth Monday of the month. It's our youth service. Um, follow my Facebook page so I will let you know who will be our minister for the fifth Monday for the youth. We're just asking God to uh, show up and show out. It, we will be yes. here at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be here Friday night for our service. I will be your minister on that night, Minister Sylvia Kaiser. We want you all to join us at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we want you to come back Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear our very own apostle like Dr. Sylvia Kaiser. We also want you to know that there's a prayer line you can call to with Pastor Linda Handy. It's 605-313-4818. The number again is 605-313-4818. Access code is 641-147. Sister Carmen also has a prayer line. That phone number is 605-313-4284, 605-313-4284, access code 528-2607, 528-2607. And don't forget, our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We love you all. Please keep uh, Minister Margo, Pastor Servant Troy Thomas, Apostle-elect yes. Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, every minister associated with Smile 3E, Iron Shopping Iron, Dr. Serena Wright, Pastor Servant Troy Thomas, Antoine, sorry, Prophet Antoine Thomas, myself, Minister Sylvia Kaiser, Apostle-elect Tony I'm sorry, Tony, apostle like Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, uh, Minister Ron Montgomery, and Evangelist Tony Montgomery, and Reverend Lawrence Seabury, uh, Minister Brandon Kaiser. Please keep our ministers in your prayers because yes. we know that the enemy is always trying to attack. But when we know who we serve, we know who our Savior is, we have to call on our help. And you all, we're calling on you all to help us pray. Because God has a prayer. So I'm going to give it back to Minister Ron and Evangelist Tony to pray us out in tonight's service. Amen. 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 Yes, Father, we 
just thank you for this assembly of saints this evening yeah. for the purpose of studying your purpose for the family of the Lord. We thank you, O Lord, for having a splendid example of family training here uh, with our son, George, Lord. And we hope that the expressions that he has rendered have touched the hearts and the minds of many. Bring about remembrances of how they were trained in the ways of the Lord. And Lord, we just ask that you bless all those we prayed for tonight. We always want to ask a particular blessing for our sister Margot as she goes through her problems with her health now, but she's on the road to recovery. And as always, we want to pray for Aunt Catherine, as she is our matriarch of the family court. Um, and we just pray that she continues with her healthy ways. We want to pray for uh, Minister Sylvia and her podcast for this particular reason of being able to just expound your word on a regular basis. So many other voices are being spoken, and this is one of the voices of the Lord. And we just praise, we just praise the Lord for that, because this is what she is undertaking to do, and this is what she's doing. And, oh, Lord, we just ask, and we give thanks to these things in the name of your Son, our King, Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.